Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and thanks again for joining us. I hope you've been blessed in your walk with the Lord and together in your marriage and family as we wrap up this week and finish off with numbers 13 to 25 of our 25 characteristics of a husband who truly loves his wife. I feel compelled to remind you, as I have many times in the Authority of Love messages, that none of these things that truly work and make for healthy, vibrant marriages and strong families with a strong resemblance to Christ's peace, joy, and love, none of them come naturally. That's why we have to work at them. And even more so, why we must die to self and rely on the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit to make them a reality and receive the blessings and benefits to a loving marriage and a family in Christ. I hope you're hearing that and I hope you are applying it. Now, you can listen anytime at WJMM 99.1 FM here in the central Kentucky uh, area on your radio dial, or you can listen at their pod, at their, I'm sorry, their, their uh, website, WJMM.com. Go to the podcast tab near the upper right, click on that, and click on the Love and Lordship links for today's and the previous two days' messages. You can also listen to all these videos and watch them and many others at the Love and Lordship Vimeo page, vimeo.com forward slash love and lordship, and all the podcasts at loveandlordship.podbean.com. That's on the Love and Lordship Podbean page, P-O-D as in D, B as in boy, E-E-A-N, P-O-D-B-E-A-N as in Nancy, Podbean. So we'd love to hear from you. Connect with us at loveandlordship at gmail.com. That's loveandlordship altogether at gmail.com. And and visit us at loveandlordship.com. Now, as I said, we've got 13 more to cover, and I hope you've already started practicing at least one of these to show your wife. And wives, we had some for you this week to show your husbands uh, what God loves, what God's love looks like in your marriage and relationship with your spouse. So with that in mind, we pick up with As I said, good old lucky number 13, right? A husband is one who initiates fun family outings on a regular basis. This doesn't have to be a major event or vacation or very costly, although as time and money allow, those can be included. Be willing to observe, ask, and find out what is fun for your wife and your children. Remember that while you need to pay attention first and foremost to your wife, you often get brownie points with her when you're doing the same with your children. Take turns focusing on and planning for your wife's fun events and then for your children. Be sure to include as many as you can when you're on longer vacations without wearing yourself out, right? Don't forget to be wise with your money and all of this so as not to spread yourself too thin financially or scheduling wise. Number 14, take the time to give your children practical instruction about life. Directly from the Authority of Love, 2nd Edition, our book, this aligns with Scripture, and you'll be blessed if you're willing to take the priority responsibility for teaching and training, i.e. discipling your children in the way of the Lord and life. Accordingly, Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9 and Ephesians 6, 4 once again tells us how to do that, that it belongs first and foremost to us. Your wife falls in love over and over again when you do this because you're not only loving your children, but loving her through them in this way. Fifteen, manage the schedule of your home and anticipate pressure points. 
As we talked about yesterday, managing the seasons and rhythms of her life and your children's, we need to be alert to the same in our overall family life and seasons. God's Word goes a long way in helping with all of these in order to do so with the character of Christ. Job changes, moves, financial strains, children's ups and downs, wives' ups and downs, your ups and downs, husbands, all can wreak havoc and especially on those husbands who are not prepared and those not walking with the Lord. Those who are can exhibit and pass on Christ's peace to his wife and children. Philippians 4, 4 through 7 says that when we rejoice, when we give thanks in all things and make our requests known to him without anxiety, we find the peace that passes all understanding. We can't comprehend it, but it's there. Number 16, keeps your family financially sound and out of harmful debt. This is not always easy, but faith in the truth of God's word goes a long way in financial peace. Be willing to invest time and if needed, a little money to go through financial management classes based on God's word. Most churches now offer something along these lines and they're often free or just a small fee for the book. Remember this maxim, wealth is not in how much you make, But in ordering your life and habits, your spending in particular, to spend less than you make over time. Practice this and trust the Lord and he will see you through. Don't get caught up in the world's stuff and marketing. The Bible calls it mammon or you'll not be able to make this happen. Don't worry about what others think, but walk and trust in the Lord. In the long run, your wife, your children, your family will be much happier and better off. 17. Make sure you and your wife have drawn up a will. Yeah, I know this is this is not fun, this financial part and the will part's not, but this becomes more and more of an issue as our government grabs a hold of more power and influence. Be prepared so your family knows how to handle things in the event of your passing. My mom passed away just a little over a year ago taking care of my aging dad, and I'm glad to share in that burden because it is a blessing. This will help to give peace in the time of sorrow and loss and really take a burden off your wife. 18, let your wife and children into the interior of your life. A man of integrity and purity has nothing to hide. Psalm 119 from that verse, verses 9 through 11 says this, How can a young man keep his way pure? By keeping it according to your word, O God. With all my heart I have sought you. Do not let me wander from your commandments. I have treasured your word in my heart so that I may not sin against you. Take that to heart. That's how you know you're in a place where you can share with your wife. And she will love it and love you. Number 19, accept the spiritual responsibility for your family. Husbands and fathers, God has ordained and ordered the world and your life, your marriage and family for you to be the head. When we accept this authority in line with God's word, we should not be rushing into this position to demand that others do as we tell them, but should carefully and very thoughtfully enter into this position of kingdom authority as a loving relational servant leader. Only then are you living out this role, this kingdom role in line with God's word and his covenant order. 
Matthew 20, 24 through 28, John 17, 12 through 17, 1 Corinthians 11, 3, and Ephesians 5, 23 through 27. Go back and listen to this again. Those should be your guide. Number 20, honor your wife in public. And of course, in private, the man who with porn or in any other way, lords it over his wife and or dishonors her in private, will eventually see it spill over into public. Be a man of purity, integrity, and honor so that that is what you are called, as that is what you are called to in the Lord and with your wife and family. This will be a tremendous blessing and discipleship for your children, modeling it for them. 21, explain sex to your children in a way that gives them a wholesome perspective. If you have to repent and confess and be held accountable for your own sexual sins, then do so and walk in the Lord. Don't let guilt or pride or anger, you've been set free from that in the Lord. Don't let them come between you. This also helps guide you in the truth to model and teach it to your children. Heritage Keepers, a program I used to run here in Kentucky. It's out of South Carolina. Check it out. Heritage Keepers is one of the best programs you can find if you're interested. And you should be. But even higher than that is God's Word. You know why you should be? Because your children's lives and futures and their future relationships and your grandchildren's lives and futures are at stake both now and for eternity. 22, you encourage your wife to grow as an individual and as a disciple of Christ. We are called to encourage, bless, pray for, and many other one another's to those in the faith. And what better place and person to start with than in your marriage and your home with your covenant partner, your wife. God will honor and bless this as you do. Do you want that? Then act on it. 23, we're getting close here. Take the lead in establishing sound family biblical values. This is essentially discipleship discipleship, and has to be modeled before it can truly be taught and caught. It starts with you and in line with 19 above. Remember, you accept the spiritual responsibility for your family. The related scriptures that I had in there, as well as Romans 12 and Colossians 3 and many others. Go back and look at those. Look at number 19 in those scriptures. Look at 23 here. Take the lead in establishing sound family values. Live it out in line with God's word and help your wife and your children do the same. 24, you provide time for your wife to pursue her own personal interests. Hopefully she's doing this with you. You need those. This is the extension of helping her grow as an individual and as a disciple of Christ and her doing the same with you. Don't thwart her growth, but help encourage and align it in line with God's word and bless her in her pursuits in line with his word, in line with your marriage and your family. When you do that, Your walk with the Lord as a disciple is going to be blessed. Your marriage is going to be blessed. She's going to be blessed. She's going to know you truly love her, and your children will be blessed. 25, you're involved in a small group of men dedicated to your spiritual growth. This is the church in action. 
discipling one another, loving and holding each other accountable to God and His Word in Christ and in the Holy Spirit. This goes a long way in helping you to develop the other 24 and all the other things we've talked about this week. Find at least one other man and sharpen some iron regularly with him in God's Word. You don't know what I mean? That's Proverbs 27, 17. states as iron sharpens iron, so one man or one person sharpens another. Sharpen one another in his truth and spirit. And as true worshipers, you will be following through on most, if not all, of these characteristics to truly love your wife as an overflow of your love for Christ. Here's my question as food for thought. How many of these 25 characteristics do you think are true of you? And the action item, once again, pick out at least one. When you master it, then Go with another one. Continue to build on all of these to make them a reality in your life and marriage. Join us next week as we launch and work through a series on Christmas. You don't want to miss it as there'll be many known traditions and I promise you some things you may not know. Invite family, friends, loved ones, and enemies to join us. We all need to hear this story above all else. Again, as time permits, check out our book, Authority of Love, 2nd S-E-C-O-N-D. Uh, a second edition, spell it out. Find that on Amazon. If you would are led to give to us, go to loveandlordship.com. That's our website. Click on the Give tab near the upper right corner, and then it will lead you through whether you give one time or ongoing gifts, monthly or whatever. Sure, appreciate that, and thank you. Keep praying. And if we're not who you're to give to, find out where God wants you to do that, and you'll be blessed. You can also mail it in online, Love and Lordship. That's what you make your check out to, to send it to 324 Timothy Drive, Nicholasville, Kentucky, 40356. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in Christ. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.